Welcome to Courage Pod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Courage Pod. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving into exactly what you need to do in order to get what you actually want in life. So I want you to take a second right now and think about what you want. Yes. What do you want? Not what you don't want, but what do you want? And I want you to be incredibly selfish. What do you want? I'm asking it in this way because most people don't really know or have never really actually answered that question for themselves. They've never asked the question, they never answered it. Or they've answered it in a way that is very kind of, I'm being interviewed on a radio and I want to make sure that I sound like a good person. I want world peace. I want to be the healthiest I can be for my children and blah, blah, blah. But what do you actually want? No judgment, no shame, no shoulds, no what is societally acceptable or not. What, not what your neighbor has or the person that you've been competing with your entire life. What do they have? What do you want? I don't want it to sound good to other people. Being healthy, whatever that means to you, is probably not going to be enough for you to actually get up and go to the gym every day if that's not what you actually want. Whereas if it's losing 20 pounds so that you can fit into that dream dress for your brother's wedding because you really, really fancy his best man and he's single and you want to look good for him, that might be a motivation for you. And there's no shame in that. Be honest. Write it down. What do you actually want? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to double your income? Do you want to start the business that you've been thinking and talking about for about three years? Do you want to find a new relationship? What is it? And if there's any part of you that's saying, I don't know, I'm going to cut straight to the chase in this podcast. I'm going to call BS. <laughs> you know what you want. There just be maybe so many parts of you that feels like that feels shallow, that feels selfish, that I'm embarrassed. Or there's part of you that doesn't want to admit what you want because then you have to actually really acknowledge that what you currently have is not what you don't want. And therefore, you're going to have to do something about it. So many people get caught in the I don't know. They paralyze themselves. They keep themselves stuck. So just for the sake of this podcast, even if you do nothing about it ever again, just for the humor of this podcast, I want you to genuinely take a second and answer the question. What do you want? Don't analyze it. Just pick something. Because if you actually want to get what you want, your first lesson for today's episode is in order to get what you want, you have to say it to receive it. If you're not saying it, you're not going to receive it. So what if I told you that getting what you want is actually more simple than you think? Now, of course, I didn't say it was easy. <laughs> that's, that's never something I'm going to say. It can have more ease in it. It can feel more easeful, if that's even a word. But it can be more simple than you're currently maybe thinking it's going to be. We live in a time right now where achieving what you want is so much easier than ever. You want to start a business? You can walk into a bookstore right now and you can buy 10 books written by credential experts on how the hell you actually do it. You can even be even lazier than that and you can actually order all those books on Amazon. 
Or if you don't want to spend money on buying a load of books and reading them, you can just go and Google it. How do I do this? What are the steps to do this? If I was to do this, what are the first three steps that I should be doing? Okay, and then how do I do those ones? Everything that you need to know is at your fingertips right now. Go on Google right now and type in how do I achieve X or how do I do X, whatever it is that you just declared to yourself privately, secretly in the privacy of your own mind that you want. If you go and Google it right now, you'll have like a thousand blogs, I'm sure, documenting the step-by-step transformation that somebody else has already achieved the thing. And if you can't find any blog or you can, but you don't feel it's clear, find somebody online who's done the thing that you want lost weight, started the business, found relationships, whatever it is, and cyberstalk the hell out of them. I'm going to be completely honest. That's how I grew my coaching business for the first year and a half. I didn't hire a business coach until, what are we now? It's July, 2023. So May, 2022 until May, 2023, I worked with a business coach. I was in a group program that was the first time I've ever hired a business coach, someone to actually, I actually learned strategy from. I'm not saying hiring a business coach from day one is is a bad idea, not at all. But what I'm showing you and, and giving you the example that you don't actually have to necessarily do the thing that everyone's telling you that you have to do. You can get incredibly resourceful and that's what I did. I had just invested a lot of money in my coaching certification and I knew I wanted to quit my job. So I didn't prioritize investing more money into my into business coaching, although I knew it would be an incredibly valuable thing. But I knew with my confidence and the courage that I was building and all the inner work that I've been doing is that I knew I could figure it out at least to get my the first things off the ground. I was like, I knew I, I knew I could figure out the foundations and I knew I could kind of get the first sort of ball, the ball rolling, so to speak. And then I would make, I had a goal in my mind and this is personal for me. I'm not saying that my way is the right way. I'm, I actually think there's so much value in hiring a business coach from the day one. It speeds up your growth. A lot of my clients hire me as their business mentor from day one. And I love that. I respect that. And I'm so, I'm so encouraging of that. But I want to just give you an example of someone who didn't do that, not what right or wrong, but figured it out. Because everything that you need to know is at your fingertips. And yes, hiring a coach will speed it up. But again, so many people say to me, oh, I, I don't have the money to invest in a coach right now. I'm like, okay, great. But do you have the time to invest in Googling stuff? You can never use information as an excuse. Information is at our fingertips. I cyber-stalked every single person online that I could see was doing the thing that I wanted to do. I followed business coaches, like other coaches in spaces. I followed social media gurus and strategists. I have hired people who are experts in email marketing and I learned all the things. Yes, I invested in a couple of courses here and there and I was like, right, okay, I need to learn this specific thing and I would like buy a little course and I'd be like, right, okay, that will get me enough for the off, this, off the ground here. Information is rarely the hurdle or rarely the issue. Nine times out of 10, information isn't the reason someone isn't doing something or isn't growing something. Nine times out of 10, information isn't what more coaches and service providers and musicians and creatives is what you actually need. Because information is there. And if that's the excuse you're giving, you're either, one, not actually going to get the information. Like, so for example, I have people telling me all the time, I want to start my own business or I want to get my music on Love Island or I want to do this X, Y, and Z, but I don't know how. And I asked them, okay, what have you researched? Uh, yeah. Okay. Have you Googled it? Uh, no. Okay. So (laughs) one, 
Are you even trying to get the information? And if you're not, that's your first protocol is to ask yourself, why am I not getting the information? Two, you are getting the information, but you're not really doing anything with it. Or you are, but you're not really. And I, I don't have to really go into that explaining that. We all know that. I know I've been there. I've had information and kind of not really done anything with it. You know, I heard Mel Robbins, um, who, if you don't know who she is, she's got an incredible podcast. And also she is like a public speaker and personal development and all those different things. And I heard her a long, long time ago talk about that the worst word in the world is fine. How are you doing? I'm fine. Really? <laughs> are you? Because you are constantly talking about how you want to do X, Y, Z and you're not doing it. Are you fine? You've been wanting to start a business for three years now, but you haven't actually done it yet. Are you actually fine? You are struggling to get up the stairs because of your weight and you keep talking about how you want to lose weight. So are you fine? Really? The thing is, here's the deal. With saying that you're fine, it's actually so smart. It is the smartest thing that your self-sabotage can do. Saying that you're fine is the best self-sabotage out there. Because if you're fine, you don't have to do anything about it. But when you think about the word fine, it kind of, it's, it's annoying for so many different reasons. It's a, it's a, it's a nothingy word in so many ways. The, the word fine is like the get out of jail free card. It's the getting out of changing your life card. It's the, it's the get out of doing the thing that you actually want to do because you're scared card. I mean, I don't hate my job. It's fine. I mean, things aren't that bad. It's fine. Yeah, I'd love to run a business and make more money, but you know, I don't know how right now. And, you know, things are fine. I'll do it one day. As soon as the kids are out of the house, as soon as this or as soon as that or, you know, in September, after the summer, it's fine. Saying you're fine is why you're not taking action. And another reason that this word fine is just so annoying is because, again, this is just things I've heard other people say that have really like activated me personally. So I'm, I'm feeding it back to you. Things that have activated me, here is what's activated me. I'm going to feed them back to you. Scientists, the good people who know science and love data, have calculated the odds of you being born. And they took into account wars and natural disasters, the dinosaurs, climate change, I don't know, ge geography, <laughs> everything else. And the, the actual odds of you being born at the moment in time that you were born, to the parents that you were born to, with the exact specific DNA structure that you have, I think it's like one in 400 trillion. Think about it for a second. For you to exist right now on this planet, having the world experience that you're having, we'll have to have the exact combination of timing of when your parents had that special hug. And then we have to think about your parents have to have even met to begin with. And then each of their parents had to have met and the timing of their special hug and so on and so on and so on and all the way back to the beginning of time. So if that person, your great grandmother, hadn't gone to that party that night, you wouldn't exist. If your great, great, great grandfather hadn't taken that job, which took him to another country, you wouldn't exist. If that person hadn't pursued their dream of becoming an ice dancer and they didn't, hadn't met that other eyes dancer, <laughs> I'm making things up now, you wouldn't exist. If that person hadn't drunk that extra shot and threw caution to the wind, you wouldn't exist. Think about that for a second. And then tell me that you're happy to describe the life that you have right now as fine. It's fine. Because the likelihood of you being here and experiencing life is one in 400 trillion and you're settling for fine. 
Now, I'm not saying that you have to go and do these big, crazy, ambitious things to prove a point and be like, look, my life isn't fine. I am not here in any capacity to tell you what is or isn't a successful life, a life that is right for you. There are so many ways to live a life. But the one way that I would love for you and invite you not to tolerate is saying that your life is fine. Why not strive to be able to use other words? It's amazing. It's so awesome. It's so fulfilling. My life is just so beautiful and enriched. It's energizing. I feel like I'm always learning and growing and experiencing new things. Like I, I don't really mind what pick, word you pick instead or what collection of words you pick instead. So let's just say that this episode is enough to encourage you to no longer accept fine. You might feel motivation for maybe 24 hours after listening to this. I often get messages from people saying, you know, I love this episode and I'm feeling so motivated. I'm like, awesome. That's why I'm doing this. But realistically speaking, motivation does waver. Motivation wears off, doesn't last, and we can't rely on it. You aren't always going to feel like it. And when I say feel like it, I mean that motivation, that activation energy. Scientists also have called this kind of activation energy, this motivation energy, the force that is required to get you to change from what you're doing on autopilot to doing something new. So it's never going to be easy because motivation wavers and we have to dig deep and we have to connect to a why and we have to figure out ways to pull ourselves out of bed, to move forward, to take the action in spite of the fears and the discomfort and all of the effort that it actually takes to go from where you are right now to where you want to be if it's a huge gap right now. Comfort, safety, habits, old programming, other people in your life trying to drag you down and bring you back to where you were. Mostly never an intentional, it's just the, the crabs in the bucket. When I say crabs in the bucket, there is this thing that I've learned, which is so fascinating, is that you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket. You don't have to put a lid on the top. They're not going to escape because if one tries to climb out, the other ones bring it down. They drag it back down to where, where they all are. I don't know why, but I always think about that is that sometimes change is hard because other people around you don't really want you to change. And it's not a conscious thing. Like no one intends to go out of the way to sabotage somebody else, but it's the comments. It's the eye roll. It's the, oh, go on, just have one. Oh, you're so boring. You know, if you try to give up alcohol or you're trying to be on a diet and someone's like, oh, one piece of cake won't hurt you. People are well-meaning, but so many people are the crabs in the bucket. Seeing you climbing out and going to find a new bucket to live in. <laughs> this analogy has gone off track, but it's not going to be easy to drastically change your life for the better. So because it's not going to be easy, no matter what you're trying to do, my number one tip, 100%, in order to get what you want in life with more ease, is to, for goodness sake, make sure that you're choosing something and, and striving for something that you actually want. If changing your life is not going to be easy, no matter what you're trying to change it to, you might as well pick something that you actually want. Don't try and change your life and source motivation from something you don't really care about. I cannot tell you how many clients have come to me and hired me saying that they want a specific thing. And then about a couple of weeks in, halfway into our time together, I turn around to them and say, can I be honest with you? And they go, yes, more often than not. And I say, I don't think you actually want this. And then when we dive into it, and we talk about it, all of them in, that, in those moments when I have suggested that, I put that on the table, I don't do that lightly. All of them have said, yeah, I don't actually want it. So I'm like, okay, so we're putting all of this energy and all of this effort and we're shaming ourselves for not making enough action. You know, we're shaming ourselves for not getting the results that we want. You don't really want it. So let's 
look at what you actually want. Because if you really, really want it, yes, it's still not going to be easy. You're still going to have to get uncomfortable. You're still going to have to fight all of the instincts and the subconscious programming and all of those kind of things. Of course, subconscious reprogramming work helps you, but you are still going to have to source from within to create the momentum, to create the life that you want. But it is so much easier when you know exactly what you want. So you say you want to start and run a business. Okay, let's use that one as an example. Check that what you're actually building, because there are a million different businesses, a million different business models, and a million different ways you can run a business. Make sure that you're building something that you actually want to do and deliver on. Not just because it looks like the thing that everybody else is doing and that seems to be the easiest way to make money. Because if you don't actually want to deliver that service. So let's say you decide you're going to be a service provider and you're going to start helping people build their websites in, I don't know, an eight-week program. Whatever it is, I'm just making something up now. And you charge 2000 for that. Do you actually want to deliver that eight-week program? Do you actually want to do that? You may want the money. You may go, oh my God, I love the idea of being paid $2,000 for this eight-week thing. But if you only want the money and you don't actually want to deliver it, you're going to find it selling it that much harder. And learning how to market and sell online and find clients, yes, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple, but it's harder when you don't actually want to sell the thing. Trust me on that. You know, you say you want to lose weight and to be healthier for your gut health. You're like, oh, I want to have better gut health. You know, I want to make sure that my inflammation comes down, blah, blah, blah. But if that's not your true reason, you're not going to be compelled to stick to it. The motivation isn't going to come. So be really honest with yourself. What do you want and why? And asking yourself this question repeatedly, even when you have already started something, ask yourself, what is it about this that I actually want? And a better question sometimes to ask is, what is the worst thing about doing this thing? Like, what's the worst thing about achieving this result? So back to that business example, what's the worst thing about having a client for eight weeks? If your immediate response is like, oh, I don't actually want to have to deliver it. I don't like working with people. Okay, well, you're not going to want to sell it because it's part of you that's like, oh, I don't actually want to do it. And yes, it's always going to be things that we don't want to do, even on the pursuit of the thing that we want. There are plenty of things that I do in my business that I'm like, oh, like, for example, I love my podcast. But there are some times I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered to edit it this week. <laughs> Now, of course, I'm going to outsource this at some point and I'm going to pay someone to do all the editing for me. But right now, the way that I've structured my business and the way that where my money is going in my business, podcast editing isn't a priority for me right now. And I can do it myself and I can do it pretty quickly and I'm pretty happy doing it to a certain degree. But there are moments, even in the pursuit of the thing that I want, there are going to be things that you're going to say, that's going to be annoying. But if fundamentally the idea of having to start and run and edit and record and promote a podcast as a fundamental concept sounds exhausting, don't do a podcast. Yes, there are parts of it for me, as I said, aren't always fun. I can outsource that at some point, but at the beginning of your business, you're gonna have to find yourself doing a lot of the things yourself until you've got enough capital. Um, and of course, I've been in my business for a while, so I do have those things, but I've put them in elsewhere. Like I'm experimenting in my business in different things. And it's more important for me right now to put the, the budget of my business into other areas for growth and for visibility and exposure to grow things. And therefore paying someone to do something like editing where I can very easily do that myself because I have the skill set, because I'm a musician, I'm a recording artist, I know how to figure out how to edit things. It's always a money or a time thing. So I'd rather put my money somewhere else and then my time can go into this and blah, blah, blah. So think about it. The, the whole point of this podcast episode is to, is to how to get what you want. Realistically speaking, the best advice I can give you is to really get clear and radically courageously honest about what you actually want. Because 
Figuring out how to make it happen isn't that hard. Google, hiring a coach, hiring a mentor, asking advice, books. There is, it's so easy to get the information that you need. Take some time after this podcast episode and write down, what do I actually want? And you don't actually have to do this for every, the whole of your life as a concept right now. You can just pick one area at a time. Like it's so much easier again, just to make changes in one area of time. So let's say it's your career. What do you actually want? For many of my listeners, they are musicians or, or, or entrepreneurs. Okay, so what do you actually want? Okay, what is the reason I'm not doing it? Okay, let's break that down. Okay, what is the first, what's the next step? Okay, write that down. If any part of that, you say, I don't know, I want you to challenge that. Why am I saying I don't know? Is that really true? Is that the God's honest gun to my head truth? If you've come up with the concept, I want to start a business and live in Bali. Okay, what's the main thing blocking you? If any part of this, I don't know how, you have to stop and ask yourself, what is the reason I'm saying that? Because I can figure it out. Is that the real God's honest truth as to why I'm not doing it? I'm willing to bet no. I actually had two application forms this week for people who wanted to apply to work with me. And on both of those this week, which has kind of inspired the podcast, to be honest, on both of those applications, um, one of the questions I have on my form is, what's the priority for Unite right now? What do you want? And what is the reason you haven't got it yet? Just to see what people come up with. And in both application forms this week, they've both said, I don't know how. Now, I applaud them for obviously reaching out to me because they want to learn from me. I don't think that's all, that's not really the main reason. The main reason will be, I don't feel confident figuring out. I don't trust myself. Even if I've Googled it and I see the answer, I don't trust myself to take action in it. I'm afraid that I'm going to get it wrong and so on and so on. There's usually layers underneath that. That is me or my soapbox for this week. This is my motivation, my, my activation. But what do you actually want in life? Be honest and get even more honest. Peel back the layers. Keep asking questions. Be curious about your answers. Challenge the answers that come up that actually create a block or a roadblock. Challenge them and then take the best next step. Thank you for listening to Courage Pod with me, Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. If you like what you heard today, I'd so appreciate it if you shared it with a friend and leave a review. If you want to take the next step in building your dream life with steadfast courage, you are invited to join Courage and Club, a new monthly membership with me. Check out the link in the show notes for more details and do not hesitate to send a message if you have any questions about joining. Until next week, keep couraging.